the Lord, may grace from on high be upon us all. If you hadn't added retired, I would have charged you. <laughs> yeah. It's grace, it's all grace that has kept us to date. Hallelujah. I'm very happy to be with you this morning. Since I left office, I think this is the first time I'm meeting the English service, the English assembly. And I thank God for the privilege. God bless you all for your prayer support and support in diverse ways. You've been too good to us. People meet me and they say, I say, go to PRWC. Go there. We are halfway through the year. So <clears throat> we have six more months to finish with 2023. Maybe you had some expectations which has not been met. Um, some of us wrote out our resolutions for the year. And if you don't know where the write-up is now, yeah. In all things, let's give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. Your expectations maybe have not been met. You feel disappointed. Some of us are even angry with God. Uh, some of us, our devotion to God is weighing down just because we feel disappointed. I'm here this morning to encourage you that we serve a sovereign God. The Bible says he can do exceedingly more than we can ask or imagine. He took only six days Six days. The whole universe, including the Americas, all the fine, fine things you see on earth in the world now, were made in six days. When he comes into your life, he marvels you. Everything he does amazes you. That is the God we are seven. So tomorrow, this day, I'm here to encourage you. Don't be downhearted. He's still on the throne. He's still on the throne. We thank him for the gift of life. When you have life, you have hope. He can do anything at any time. Amen. I want us to read Numbers chapter 9, verse 15 to 23. Numbers chapter 9, Verse 15 to 23. Then Psalm 37, verse 23 to 24. Numbers 9. Numbers chapter 9, verse 15 through to 23. On the day, and this is the day, that the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. And at evening, it was over the tabernacle like the appearance of fire 
until morning. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. Whenever the cloud lifted from over the tent, after that, the people of Israel set out. And in the place where the cloud settled, there the people of Israel camped. At the command of the Lord, the people of Israel set out. And at the command of the Lord, they camped. As long as the cloud rested upon the tabernacle, they remained in camp. Even when the cloud continued over the tabernacle many days, the people of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud was a few days over the tabernacle, and according to the command of the Lord, they remained in camp. Then, according to the command of the Lord, they set out. Sometimes the cloud remained from evening until morning. When the cloud lifted in the morning, they set out. Or if it continued for a day and night. When the cloud lifted, they set out. Whether it was two days or a month or a longer time that the cloud continued over the tabernacle, Abiding there, the people of Israel remained in camp and did not set out. But when it lifted, they set out. At the command of the Lord, they camped. And at the command of the Lord, they set out. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by Moses. So I'm reading verse 23 and read after me. At the command of the Lord... They camped, and at the command of the Lord, they set out. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord of, by Moses. Hallelujah. Then we read Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24. Psalm 37, verse 23, 24. The steps of a, a man are established by the Lord when, delights, when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hands. Amen. However strong the conflict is, he will meet every need of ours. He will meet every need of ours. And this is the God that we are serving. Let's move with a cloud of glory. That is my sermon title. Let's move with a cloud of glory. When we follow God's guidance, you know you are where God wants you to be. You know you are where God actually wants you to be. Whether you are moving or staying in one place, once it is the plan of God for you, he is still working in your life. Hallelujah. Direction from God is not just 
for your next big move. You can be at the same place, but God is still with you. He has a purpose for placing you in wherever you are. As we were singing this song, I cast my mind back when I have finished my Bible school and we were being transferred. I was stationed at Edrisu. At that time, it appears I had the best station. So my mates, they were saying, Then there came some changes, what we call supplementary transfers. And some of my colleagues were crying, they were weeping. So I had the opportunity to lead the devotion on that day. So as I was speaking, it just came into my speech that the topic then was following the will of God. So I just said, oh, if you are all thinking I've got the best station, but if it happens that my station is changed, I will take it as the will of God and as one of the plans of God for me. That was on Wednesday. Then Friday, I went to the head office. I met my area head. Then he just told me, Apia, when you are going to go to the Then I said, I repeat, never here. I said, when you get there, you know where it is. But I haven't heard of the, the name I repeat before. So I was confused. My wife has finished with her transfer to her juice. Everything is done. I've been there about two, three times just for her transfer. And it looks, it appears everything is finished. So when I came back, my colleagues were telling me, Why wash your home combine? Wash your home combine? You've prophesied, is it badly or wrongly for yourself? So take it. Meanwhile, one of my mates, when I preached on the will of God, he showed me his letter of resignation, that he was resigning from the ministry just because of the station he had been posted to. But my word that day has changed his mind. I pray that today, will be your day. will be your day. So we went to Arabi. There was no light, no water, nothing. If you compare Arabi at that time to Ejusu, it was something. The rest is history. It's history. I'm here now. Hallelujah. So uh, God is able to do anything he wants to do in your life. You just follow him. Just follow him. So what is the cloud of glory? It is evidence and manifestation of God himself and his acts of miracles in our lives. In our lives. In the Old Testament, God's glory appeared in a visible form. 
manifested as a cloud of pillar and fire. So when we say the cloud of glory, it is nothing but a manifestation of God himself. And this was how God moved with the Israelites of old. Don't forget, they were the church in the wilderness. We are the New Testament church. If they enjoyed any glory, it was short-lived. The glory of the New Testament church is an ever-increasing one. It's an ever-increasing one. So if God did anything good for the Israelites, he's doing more for us than he did for them. Hallelujah. So when a cloud of glory begins to move, we must move with it for our testimonies to be heard this half year. Amen. Let's learn some lessons from the scripture in Numbers chapter 9. Israel in the wilderness, they were blessed to be led by God himself. We in the New Testament can do the same. If we allow God, he can also lead us to wherever he wants us to be. The people of God then announced you follow the cloud, follow the Lord, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, and God will never, never disappoint you. In verse 18, we read that God's cloud taught them to follow the Lord's command. So at the Lord's command, they moved. Whenever the command came, whenever the cloud moved, they also moved. So there was an instant obedience to what God was, or where God was leading them to. There was an instant obedience. The moment they see the cloud resting, they also rest. When they see the cloud moving, they move with it. So we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We need to be obedient to the Holy Spirit instantly, instantly. Verse 21 says, Sometimes the cloud stayed only from evening to morning. At times, God is moving very quick in your life. Very quick in your life. So he moves, he rests them in the evening. Then the next morning, as soon as they, they rise from bed, the cloud is moving. They have to put their things together and then follow him. Sometimes God wants to move you quicker in life. That is why, you see, we are unique in our relationship with God. God doesn't treat us equally, but he treats us fairly. He has his own way of directing us. So someone's movement with God may be quicker. Others may be slow. So whether quick or slow, it is the same God who is working in your life. Maybe you had the same prayer, the same you had, you prayed uh, a prayer with a friend, with a brother. You were expecting the same results. His has been accomplished. You are still waiting for yours. God is still with you. 
hers or his may be quicker, but yours may be slower. Hallelujah. Then at other times, the cloud remained a long time, and the Israelites obeyed the Lord's order and did not set out. For a year or more, they were on Mount Sinai. They were, they were there. The cloud has not moved, so they also have to wait. And look at the frustration and the agitation at one place. So they nearly stoned Moses. Moses, why, why are we here? For a whole year, this your cloud is still there. And you said, if it doesn't move, we are also not moving. It may seem God is delaying you. But people say his delays are never denials. As he delays, he's working out something good for you. So expect God to work something good for you. At the appropriate place for the pillar of crowd was always in front of them. It's always in front of them. So don't overspeed. Don't, go, don't be overspeeding. Just follow God. As he goes, you also follow him. Follow the Lord and not your human-inspired promptings. Sometimes we follow our human-inspired promptings. So we go ahead of God. I'm getting late. I'm getting late. Why is God so silent? Why is God so quiet? Why is God this? Why is God this? I'm telling you again that God is sovereign. The Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are his workmanship. So you are different from all others. You just allow him to order your steps for you. Amen. Amen. As he goes ahead of you, he searches out places for you to rest. As he goes ahead of you, he searches out a place for you. So he went ahead of the Israelites and he was looking for a place for them to stay, to rest. So I'm here to announce to you that your rest period will come. Your rest period will come. Let God set the agenda of your life. Let him determine the places for you to camp. Let him define and show you the way that he has chosen for you. Allow God to do it. Amen. Jacob, we are told, is a deceiver. He's a cheat. He's a supplanter. But when he met God... God changed his name to be Israel, meaning let God prevail. Let God now take over your... Let, allow me, that was what God was telling him. And now, Jacob, you've, you, you are worrying yourself too much for 20 years running from Esau. You allow me. Allow me to take over. And as I take over... You see what I can do for you. So from now, your name is no longer going to be Jacob. You are going to be called God has prevailed. 
I pray that God prevails in your life. Hallelujah. And now as he met Esau, the story changed. His enemy has now become his friend. What he feared uh, has become something else. I'm praying to God that you walk over your fears. You walk over your fears. Once you allow him to lead you, once you allow him to take his proper place in your life. Amen. So what happens when the cloud of glory comes? Number one, it gives us direction. It gives us direction. The Israelites were walking in the wilderness. The wilderness is filled with sand. So you don't have a clear-cut road in the wilderness. But for, because of the cloud of glory, they were able to walk in the wilderness without going astray. Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, I'll make a way in the wilderness and cause rivers to flow in the desert. That is the God we are serving. Hallelujah. Our world is a wilderness. So please, let's allow God to lead us. Let's allow him to chart our course for us. And as he leads, we'll get to a better end. It gives direction. So I pray that this half year, the cloud of glory will now give you your direction. Your direction is not with odiphobia. Don't go to any, any prophet for direction. Go to him. If the prophet speaks, he speaks what God tells him. But we all have ears here. We can all hear from God. If you allow him, he will speak to you. If you allow him, he will direct your path for you. So this morning, I pray that you have that spiritual ear to hear from God, to be directed from God. Hallelujah. As I speak as a prophet of God, I want to prophesy this day that, Tony, you are a prophet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to share my prophetic answer with you. May God give you that ear to hear. May God give you that eye to see. May God give you whatever it takes to be a prophet. May the Lord give it to you. Hallelujah. So that you will not, be go, you will not go from place to place looking for people to give you direction and whatnot. God can also give you a direction. We were in a prayer meeting when somebody came. He was an accountant of one of the bands who has lost his job. So he was praying for a new job. Then he dreamt and somebody was telling him to go and sell ice water. That time it wasn't in the sachet. You have to, penny de penny, you, you have to, the, ice, the, the bottled water we see today, it has gone through a long journey. <laughs> it first started with cooler, 
So the, 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 the lady will be carrying her cooler and then be fetching the water from me. The same cup for all people. <laughs> and when you see him, when you see her at the lorry park, you, you, you are happy because you are thirsty. And no one thought of any disease or what. So nothing, we, we drank with the TB patients, with everybody, and we, we were on the move. Hallelujah. So this man was told to go and sell ice water. Then he told me, and I said, are you sure, are you, sure you heard from God? He said, yes. I, I saw it in a dream, so, I'm, so I said, okay, if this is what God wants you to do, go and do it. I bless you for it. Hallelujah. So he went home and started with the ice water. He will just fetch into some poly sacks and then tie it, put it in a ice chest. Then he said, as soon as he puts 10 off, it goes 20, 30, 30, 30. Then he started, he, he went ahead to buy a very big um, ice chest. To make a long story short, he started supplying water in tankers at Kumasi. When the Lord directs you, his word says, even though your beginning is very small, your end will be great. And that is God. Hallelujah. So don't despise the small beginnings in your life. Allow God to do the direction. Amen. And also, secondly, it gives light. Exodus 13, 31. The world is full of darkness. As we look to God and his word, he gives light to our paths in this world. So may the Lord lighten up your path. May the Lord lighten up your way. At the entrance of his word, darkness is dispelled. So even as you are hearing him today, every darkness in your life is being dispelled. Hallelujah. May you see light. May you see light. Because when there's darkness, you can hardly make your way. You can hardly find what belongs to you. But when light comes, you can see clear. Whatever belongs to you, you can find and then pick it. I'm praying that if you have lost anything in life, if you are blinded in any way, may the light of God shine upon you. May light come your way. Hallelujah. It shows us from our enemies and hinders their pursuit of us, bringing us light and for them darkness. It shows us from our enemies. So it did that for the Israelites when the Egyptians were pursuing them. The Lord came like a pillar of cloud. He gave light to the Israelites so they could walk. Meanwhile, the Egyptians were in darkness. They couldn't move, so they couldn't pursue them as they wanted. The Israelites were able to walk day and night without being tired. I'm praying that this half year, 
you will also walk day and night without being tired. May the Lord shield you from your enemies, from your enemies. Yesterday, I traveled somewhere, and we were given kinky. Now, as we were eating the kinky, I saw a grain of corn somewhere in mine. So I had a thought, oh, this grain, you are wonderful, oh. You are wonderful. Because before Kenke comes out, the corn has gone through a whole lot of... <laughs> it was soaked, washed. Some of the corn lost, were lost because they drained off with the water. Then after that, it was taken to the corn mill. They milled it. And this grain of corn was still there. After that, the kinky, um, the, the kinky seller will then mash it. You see, first you will even, you will put it on fire, stir it, stir it. Then after that, the guns, are you here? Uh, so after that, what comes? What is the next stage? You, you mash it with the handle and make sure everything in it that is not dough is taken out of it. The, corn, the grain of corn was still there. They boiled it, and he said, I'm still here, until it came to me. You see, God can shield you from every enemy. He, he can do that. He can do that. Just like he did with the grain of corn that I saw yesterday. It, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Just trust God. Trust him. Trust him. Hallelujah. And he is able to shield you from every enemy of yours. He will surely hinder their pursuit after you. Don't fear them. The one who is in you is greater than they are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then at, when the cloud appears, the voice of God is always heard. The voice of God is always heard. Every cloud of glory carries with it the voice of God. So at Mount Sinai, the voice of God was heard at the tent of meeting, at the transfiguration. They were all instances of the cloud of glory appearing to his people. And at every instance, the voice of God is heard. And whenever the voice of God is heard, the hearers, it brings peace to the hearers. It brings joy to the hearers. The hearers finds a way. They, they, they find where God wants them to move to. Then also it calms the storms and silences the wind that is blowing against you. May you have that year to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. The voice of God always builds hope. It builds faith. It builds faith. It brings you closer to the living God. It gives divine direction in times of confusion. Sometimes you get confused. You don't know what to do. But when you hear the voice of God and you are in tune with it, 
It gives you direction. How many of us here are confused in life? You don't know where to go. You don't know what to, what to do. You have come to the crossroad of your life, it appears. And when God speaks, you will receive direction. Amen. Then it suspends the strength of man. Exodus chapter 40, verse 35. And 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 10 to 11. Exodus 40, 35. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 10 to 11. So when the, Moses had finished with the building of the tabernacle, and also when uh, Solomon had also finished with the temple, as the priests went in to offer service, the Bible says the cloud of the Lord filled the entire temple and the tabernacle, and the priests and Moses could not work. If God comes, or when he comes, he pushes man aside and then takes over. It is my prayer that PIWC will always experience a cloud of pillar here. So when Apia comes, God should put me aside and then take over his own service and do what pleases him. That is it. Hallelujah. Allow him to take over. He suspends every strength of mine. And then he takes over our situation. May he take over your home. May he take over your marriage. May he take over your, your work. May he set you apart. And then with that wisdom of his, begin to direct you and lead you in what you are supposed to do. Hallelujah. Uh, there are miracles that God does without any assistance from man. God doesn't need our assistance to do his miracles in our lives. So we only give up to him and tell him, so Joshua saw the man coming at the banks of River Jordan. Then he said, Hey, gentlemen, are you for us or against us? Are you for us or for our enemies? Then the Lord says, I'm neither for you nor your enemies. I have come as the captain of the Lord's host. Hallelujah. So when the captain comes, he takes over the battles. When the captain comes, now the war be, 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 becomes his and he fights for you. For he has never lost a battle. He has never lost it. So as he takes over, we are assured of victory. We are assured of victory. When the cloud comes, it suspends your strength. If God tells you no, it is not you. Allow me to do it. And as he does it, we are sure of real victory. 
Amen. Amen. So, clouds sometimes precedes rain. Clouds precedes rain. And whenever it rains, we are sure of productivity. So, clouds bring wealth. It comes with wealth. So, this half year, your cloud will produce rain. And the rains will also come with productivity. Every dry land will be made wet. Your life will become like a garden flowing with waters. In fact, your fruits, your trees, whatever you have in those gardens will continue to flourish. That is our God for you. Amen. Physically, clouds protect us from the heat of the sun. It protects us from heat. So the cloud of glory will also protect you from heat. It serves as a blanket to keep us from extreme cold. So God wants to order your steps for you. He wants to come into your life to shield you from the scorching sun and also to keep you from cold. It also serves as a signal for weather changes and patterns. Clouds serve as a signal for weather changes and patterns. When we were coming, my daughter said, ah, that it looks like it's going to rain because the clouds were forming. It, it, it determines or gives signals to changes in weather patterns. So when the cloud comes, it tells you if you need to change a profession, if you need to change some work you are doing, if you need to change a direction you are following, when the cloud comes, that is what it does. Hallelujah. So don't be too wise. Don't be too wise. We have a God who is wiser than you. So allow him to chart the course of your life for you. He will tell you when you need to change, when you need to change in your academics, in your profession, everywhere, everything you are doing, when you allow him, he will do that. How can we perceive the cloud of glory? How can we perceive the cloud of glory? Paul prayed for the Ephesians in Ephesians 1, verse 16 to 23. I'm not going to read all, but he said, it is my prayer that you will receive wisdom and revelation. As you receive wisdom and revelation, I'm also praying that the, the eyes of your inner man will be lightened up. The eyes of your inner man. So, if you are blind physically uh, and say, hey, it doesn't matter so much. But when you are blind spiritually, it counts a lot. It means you cannot, you know what, we have a contact line with which we deal with God, with which we speak to God, we communicate with God. Now when the spiritual eye or the inner man's eye is blinded, you cannot relate to God. God relate to God, we relate to God by our spirit. So I'm praying that your spiritual eye will be opened. Uh, in the Old Testament, the cloud was physical. So they also saw it with the physical eyes. 
But in our days, it is no longer physical. It has moved from the physical to the spiritual. And we need that spiritual eye to be able to see it. May the Lord open your eyes. May you see him as he moves. May it be very easy for you to follow his movements and his directions. And he will lead you where you are supposed to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.